Glory. Yeah, I was feeling that, man. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. love your presence Lord we just love you we love you tonight so fresh so good mm. wow you're here ha 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 just be in the spirit. Just feel the angel winds. Hallelujah. Ruska. Heavenly beings. Jesus made a little lower than the angels for a little while. And he caught us all up as captives in his train. You're seated far above. Seated in heavenly glory right now. Thank you for normal heavenly life on earth. In earth. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, thank you for such an awareness of you right now tonight. Thank you for such an awareness. We just love to be with you. We love to be in your cloud with one another, see your gifts and your fruits and your nuts. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa. just want to let a couple of our friends uh, share for a minute or two prophesy a little body ministry or just acknowledge the the people here that are carrying stuff and whoa yeah 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 we love your anointing lord we love your presence we thank you that you're alive in every person here god thank you that you're alive in every person ha <laughs> And uh, let's see if Lauren wants to just prophesy or share something on her heart. This is Lauren Champagne. Let her go first. Love you, Lauren. Yeah, we just acknowledge her in our midst, you know, just somebody that's uh, just carrying a prophetic uh, anointing and also just, you know, just who she is as a lover of God. So I just trust the things that are coming out of her and uh, seen a lot of good stuff. So if there's anything on your heart, just go for it. I'm going to sit down first. <laughs> oh, I was just laughing earlier about the critics that say that this is hyper grace, and I was thinking of King David and how he would always say, "I'm going to become more undignified than this," and <laughs> and I I just really see that as like he was prophesying over to the generations as well even to the next generations after him. And it's the revelation that goes on and on. 
I will become even more undignified than this. <laughs> so, you know, just think of the drunkest person you've seen in your whole life and, you know, it's going to get even more undignified than that. <laughs> and it's offensive, but at the same time, I'm realizing it doesn't have to be. And... <laughs> Um, <laughs> and just you know, living life is so joyful. <laughs> you walk outside, you see the trees, you see the birds of the air, you see the flowers, <laughs> you see the people, you see the, the buildings, and <laughs> like God is like, you know, you are the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Just as in the days of Noah, how they were all paired in two, so it is now. <laughs> it's the bride of Christ. The Ark of the Covenant is the bride of Christ. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I'm really realizing too, like, God meets us where we're at. And even in the midst of our contradictions that may come, even though contradictions are a mirage, you know, God sees them, and he's not oblivious to them, but he is also wanting us to see from his perspective, from his higher perspective. <laughs> and, you know, it says even the youth will get tired and weary, but we will all mount on wings of eagles. And so, <laughs> I don't know, it's just like so powerful to know you know, that we're not alone and that we're all in this together. <laughs> and I've been thinking of synergy a lot too. Like, you know, you're so rich. You're so consumed with the richness of God. And like God created his synergy. Even if you only have $5 in your bank account, there is so much help out there and so much solutions that you're not alone and that that's the unity of synergy that God has created for us. And I've just been seeing his energy like just flow from the earth into us and, and the, even the Garden of Eden coming out of us. And <laughs> it's like anything that we can see or imagine is like we create that with God. And, <laughs> and that is the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Like, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. <laughs> and the spirit hovered the waters and the earth. <laughs> and the birds of the air. <laughs> so God knows exactly where you're at and exactly where you are. And just know that it's only going to get more undignified than this. <laughs> I just want to invite Jared to come speak something. <laughs> we welcome you, Jared. Thank you for traveling all the way here. <laughs> Hallelujah. My God, my God. Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, he needs a helper. <laughs> Man. I'm telling you, I didn't always get the gospel. 
And and you know, I travel with Robert Dusty, and uh, I love him. He's my best friend in the glory, and uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, he started catching on this finished work message and he began to feed it to me and just slowly bits and pieces and uh you know it's so great i started to catch on it and then all of a sudden i came to slosh fest because somebody was like hey i got a free ticket you can come and and i text rob i was like dude like where can i stay at fort wayne he's like i'll hook you up with matt hold on <laughs> so he gave me matt's number First mistake. <laughs> and I walk in at Slosh Fest, and it's like, you know, keep in mind, I was drunk, all right? I was drunk, but I didn't really get the gospel, you know? And that's the pleasure center of the universe. And woo! And then all of a sudden, I walk in at Slosh Fest. It's probably like 10 minutes before the first session. And Matt, I walk up to Matt, and next thing you know, uh, you know, I reached to shake his hand, and he embraced me. Woo! And like, you know, I had always had family issues and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, woo, all of a sudden, a father embraced me. All of a sudden, this guy embraced me, and I felt that father's love just burning in his bones. Woo! Holy Ghost. And, um, whoo. And, like, the Lord's really been using Matt to, like, just open my paradigms and just stretch them, stretch them, stretch them recently. And, like, whoo. You know, and I just honor Matt because, like, the childlikeness on this man, you know. Whoo. And, like, that's the, that's the only thing. When I see Matt Spinks, I see child. Like, he's just a big child. And woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> That's the second problem. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just a glorious. It's just a glorious new world, you know? Right. And, like, I've, I've really begun to, like, you know, the past couple right. of weeks, the Lord's been teaching me, me about the new world, just this new world, new creation in Christ. Oh, I'd been catching on the new creation for, like, a year and a half, and then all, all of a sudden I was sitting at front row of Slosh Fest, and I think Ben Dunn was preaching. And uh, it just hit me like, whoa, I'm not a sinner. And like Romans 6 got downloaded just instantly into me. Whoa. But this new world, like all I can see anymore is Jesus. I've realized that he is all in all. Like, woo! There's no, there's no difference between heaven and earth because they've been fully reconciled. Like, woo! Again. Even though there was no separation. Ah. Woo! Hallelujah. <laughs> That's good, man. Oh, dude, and, like, he's been teaching me about my divinity in this earth, and, like, where's, 
I remember Slosh Fest. I was sitting like right here with Lynn, and I was like, "Dude, I don't get it. Like this divinity thing. Like that's no, no. There's not a lot of glory on that. I don't think that's biblical." <laughs> <laughs> and like, ah, uh, ah, uh, whoa, uh, the divine's been taken over. Woo! Oh my God! Good job, man. Woo! Some, I'm still sort of upright. Uh, problem number three. He's an upright member of the society. Woo! So I just encourage you. This is the serious portion of the message. I would encourage you just like, whoo, actually right now, I just commission you to be childlike, like, whoa, I, I just command a childlikeness to come right now, whoa, holy, s- <laughs> settle down, brothers and sisters of the Lord, <laughs> whoo, oh my Jesus, oh, I command a childlikeness to come right now. Whoa, whoa, just a heavy, heavy drunkenness, whoa, wow, dude, holy spirit, hallelujah, all right, I think I'm done. So good, man. Oh. oh, just give a hand for Jared, man. Just praise the Lord. We love you, Lord. We honor your Jesus. We honor your Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just release lots of shiggy wiggies and snoogie woogies as you move to Kentucky, man. Jared, it looks like Jared's moving to the land, the good old bluegrass state. So the blue, the bluegrass of Revelation. Hallelujah. Whoa, yeah, yeah. We love you guys. We love our friends. So glad you all are joining us. We have people from all over the place. Uh, Israel just drove up from Florida. and Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Con- Connie's here from Michigan. <laughs> Chadwick von Zunzendorf's all the way from Huntington over here. <laughs> yeah, Huntington, the land of hunting. Hunting. You got people that live uh, in the back of the parking lot, and people from all over the place. So, Amen. Hallelujah. Woo! Well, uh, shh. Not going to do much of an offering and announcement thing, but uh, we do have a basket back there, and we do love, you know, when you partner with us, and we have a few random resources on the table there. You can give by check or a debit card and uh, sew into this place. And, you know, it'd be so awesome to, you know, just pay off any anything that we have here. We got like 15 grand of stuff to pay off here. And we wanted to do trips all over. We're still partnering with orphans in Nepal. So, um, and then, you know, Katie and I are doing ministry full time. So if you want to just sew into that or any of the stuff here, just make checks out to the Firehouse Project. So you can just put it in a little basket on the table back there. And, uh, you know, we got CDs, DVDs, and whatnot, and uh, they're like 10 bucks each, but you can always give 100 if you want, or whatever. You know, we won't complain. And you can, you can take one if you want for free, so that's whatever. 
But because uh, we're wealthy, we're, we're provided for, supplied. We've got an infinite supply. Amen. Infinite supplies. Don't let your dreams be stopped or started because of money. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shaka. How many of you guys are wanting to do mission trips right now? There's people that are wanting to travel and whatnot. I just, we just release it, man. We just release it. Trips, 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 road trips, road trips. We, we just release it. We're, I still want to get an RV, get a bunch of RVs and travel around. We're looking at doing that. So we just, just right now, you just, you got it. You're packing it. The Lord is your shepherd and so on and so forth. So. I mean, that's even, you know, that's thousands of years old revelation, so just take it. We thank you, God, right now. Mm. We just thank you, Lord, right now for release of finance, for every desire, for every passion of your heart, Lord. For every passion of your heart, Lord. For every passion that's flowing in us. We just, whoa, we just take it. We take it, God. Just let the river flow out of your belly right now. Just just feel the river of gold, the river of, of wealth, the river of finance. We are preaching a health and wealth gospel. doesn't sound very good if it doesn't include health or wealth. Hell no, it's just endurance, brother. Uh, praise the Lord. There's a, there's a full package. We are preaching the fullness of the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Woo! So, so excited. So excited about it. Um, amen. So, yeah, just, just, you know, give and receive freely tonight. You know, give and receive freely without hesitation, without compulsion. Just be yourself. <laughs> amen. So, um, hey, we got a couple of events coming up. Um, I don't know if I've even put them on the website yet, but, uh, John Scotland's going to be coming to town. So that's going to be fun. You guys know John. Yeah, yeah. John's coming in October, so that, that's going to be really good. Um, we, we haven't confirmed the date, but it's for sure that he will be here. He's doing like a Midwest tour, so we just got him for one night. Um, I'm hoping we can do a Sunday night. That would be the best, so we can pack everybody in here. But, but whatever, that will be fun. John, I mean, if you guys don't know John's stuff, you should check it out online. It's a lot of goodies. I mean, he was preaching when, like, Toronto was breaking out, and, like, when Heidi Baker went into a wheelchair for seven days, completely tranced out that was while John was preaching, you know. And uh, a lot of glory on it. So it's like John's been tra- traveling through South America recently and just like seeing a lot of crazy stuff. So he's like one of the new wine like guys that really released it in North America, you know, released like the the joy all across the, this continent in recent years. It's a lot of glory on him. And uh, we're going to be doing a couple other things. We're doing like we're going to team up with our buddy Brad Weicker. He wants to do a, a fattened calf festival. So uh, he's gonna like he's literally getting like a fattened calf, and uh, we're gonna like slaughter it and eat it. So I know for some of you are like vegetarians, so hell yeah, I've been contemplating vegetarianism myself. But but anyways, it's more about just celebrating like the lamb that was slain, you know, and uh, with a real picture of like you know just taking the fattened calf for the celebration that the prodigals have returned home and the father's house is always partying over you and so like we'll, uh, I know like Chris Lee and myself and Brad will be like doing preaching and doing some stuff and I think that's September we're gonna do that and uh, 
Got some other things. I mean, we just came back from being with John, uh, with Crowder and, and some guys up in like Pennsylvania. And, uh, we're going to bring a lot of them down. Um, a lot of the guys that were jamming, a lot of musical creativity up there. They have the Alabaster Box. Um, some of you guys know, uh, Rob and Susan Young. They're really awesome. I don't know. Some of you haven't met them yet, but they're like mothers and fathers and the glory and just like really amazing people. We get to stay with them. So I think they're going to come down in December, probably with Chris Woods again and some more of our friends and and party and uh so it's gonna be really fun and uh oh yeah and uh and uh dave and john are gonna come back to indiana in april that's a little farther out but we just confirmed that we're we're gonna bring him to indianapolis actually um so it'll be fun there's been a lot of cool things happening in indy andre was just there and i heard it was like amazing we missed out because we were up there but uh yeah, dude. Uh, so it's like the first week of April. Um, both both Dave and John will be in uh, Indianapolis. So we haven't confirmed. It's probably going to be on the north side, like maybe Carmel area. So that that'll be only like, I mean, if you drive like Jared, it's just an hour away. So you know, I mean, <laughs> so it's easy for us to be there. Plus, like the wider Indianapolis area gets to experience that, and like. Uh, it's real easy for people to shoot in on like 70 and come from like different states. And so they wanted to do a Midwest thing. And, and, uh, so it'll be fun. We, uh, they're really excited about being in our region. Like, uh, they had a lot of different options. And as soon as we said, like, come to Indianapolis, you know, like John confirmed it within like 10 minutes. He's like, yeah, we're in, you know, so, so it'll be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So some fun stuff coming up. I don't know if you'll remember it all, but you can always check on the website and uh, thefirehouseprojects.com. I keep it updated every now and then or Facebook or whatever. So glory, glory. Well, let's just stand up for a minute. Can you just stand up just to like, sometimes, you know, engaging your body actually like does something, you know, just not uh, if you're able to stand at all. But uh, just just lay hands on somebody and just release the love of God. Just release the joy. Just like just just pray for them like literally just pray for somebody you know just like just be like you're good you're perfect i I just release your beauty i release the the anointing of god the presence of god out of your hands you put your hand on their forehead you put your hand on their tv screen and repeat after me i will on the TV screen of our Lord. Uh, uh, Any thoughts? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Sometimes when you get really jacked up, you know, you can cough in the glory. It's like, you know what I mean? Some of you know what I'm talking about. Just ride the waves of God tonight. Whoa, just ride the waves. Just bask in the joy of the Lord that was released from the revelation of the body and the blood, the broken body and blood. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, man. Dude, okay, while you're still praying for people, I was just feeling this before. The Lord is just reminding me. Why don't you just find somebody that you're, like, really comfortable with and just look them in the eyes and give them like a really big hug. Like somebody that you, somebody that you like, not, you know, not awkward for you. Just, you know, I don't want you to have to feel awkward. I just want you to get a hold of somebody and just look them in the eyes for a second. Just look them in the eyes for a minute and just, 
Give somebody a big hug. Just give them a real hug. Just give them a, just tell them I accept you and I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the gospel, you know. <laughs> have any of you guys ever been kicked out of church for hugging someone? I have, actually. Isn't that weird? It's so weird. It's so weird. I've gone places and they think that I'm a homosexual because I'm hugging people. Like, literally, like, in churches, they're like, whoa, something's wrong, dude. Like, like something... <laughs> Might be the way I dress, Chris said. <laughs> it's like, just because you hug someone, you know, people are like, they start to think things. It's like, oh, man. We just thank you for your ecstatic love right now, Lord. We thank you that we get to, we get to adore one another, fall in love with one another, fall in love with people. That we get to be in love with people. That we get to love people. Jesus. Mm. Mm. Wow. Just hug them as long as you want, man. Keep hugging people. That's good. It's glorious. Oh, and as you engage the people around you, just let's just engage heaven. Like, just let's just look right now. It's like you can see Christ in one another, and you can see Christ in yourself. You can feel Him living inside of you. Like, like to me, that's what happens when I like sing in the spirit. I'm just like. Just sing with me. If you can, if you know how to sing in the spirit, if you got a get, uh, that gift or whatever, just yeah. Oh, yeah. Just feel like negative mindsets breaking off you as you're like Sora mama la 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 la
Hallelujah. 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 Just feel your spirit being alive, being vibrant with life right now. Just feel your spirit just. We are heaven to earth. We are heaven and earth. You're fully spiritual. You're fully natural. It's amazing to enjoy natural pleasures. It's amazing to be exhilarated with spiritual pleasures, to be enraptured, to be entranced, to be unashamed, to be spiritual, to be unashamed, to be natural, to be unashamed, to be who you are in every realm of existence and know to know there's no separation between the spiritual and the natural. There's just a lot more misunderstandings, you know, sometimes about certain areas, but Whoa. I'm going to preach here in a minute, but I just want to stay with it, man. I just want to like be alive in this atmosphere, you know? I just want to be alive, just be engaged in heaven, like not distracted. You know, uh, the Lord's been showing me there's some people that have like really known the anointing and the presence of God, even know, known that. But then, you know, sometimes it can become just a story for you of good times you've had in the past. But what about today? What about today? What about the freshness of today? What about the freshness of this moment? What about the glory of right now? What about the glory of living fully aware, fully conscious of heaven right now? Not just, whoa, those were some good times we had. That's what most uh, revivalists end up doing, you know, after a while. They're just like talking about the old times, the old miracles we saw, the good things we saw, the great, the move of God of the past. Oh, that we could get back to that. When in reality, right now is the greatest moment of history, the greatest time that's ever been. Right now is the greatest moment in life. Only, whoa, it's just, are you aware of it? God's like, I'm doing a new thing. Can you perceive it? Can you hear right now? Are you here with me right now? You're present. There's so many goodies right now in this room. (laughs) There's so many goodies right now. Every healing, every word, 
any prophecy that you want, you can just listen to Holy Spirit right now. <laughs> well, Lord, I'm looking for a word concerning this. He's, I guarantee He's speaking to you right now. He's way more eager to talk to us, way more eager to interact with you than you are to, than you've ever been to try to get Him to speak. He's way more concerned with your life than you are. <laughs> He's way more active in our lives. He's the good shepherd. Amen. Just say good. Just say good shepherd. Good shepherd. You're doing a good job, Lord. You're good. You're good. None of your sheep are being lost. You had 99, but it wasn't enough. 99% wasn't enough for you, Lord. <laughs> So don't think you're the one sheep that's missing out on God's purposes and plans because it doesn't depend on you. <laughs> He's good shepherd. He's a good leader. If the followers get lost, it's, it's the leader's fault. <laughs> He's a bad leader if he can't keep his followers. But the Bible says now to him who is able to keep you, now unto him who is able to keep you, right? My God. That always just seemed like a little religious phrase, but there's a lot of revelation on it, huh? Him who is able to keep you. Keep you what? Keep you in the perfect will of God. Keep you in your destiny. Keep you in health. Keep, keep you in financial provision and abundance to keep you everywhere that he has for you. It's his job. It's his responsibility. Woo! So we're not worried, Lord. Oh my God! Just get some of this, man. <laughs> Just get it. Just get something. Oh man. Oh man. Oh. I don't want anyone to fake, act like they're drunk, or fake like they're something. But my God, just get a little bit of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people are like, well, you know, I mean, what if people are faking it? I'm like, dude, all I know is that heaven is here. I can't like act like it's not, you know? <laughs> like maybe some people don't realize it yet and they're just faking it. I mean, that's up to them, you know? But my God, like <laughs> I actually heard a gospel and it became real to me. So what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> Tone it down and act like everybody else. <laughs> oh man. So okay, cool, cool. I'm gonna actually talk now. Are you in the spirit? Are you here? <laughs> We're always in the spirit, but sometimes you lose your awareness of it. Like whenever you get worried, whenever you get stressed out, whenever you get, you're like, you lost your awareness and, and, uh, so it's like, there's just no glory in it. And you lose your awareness, you sober up real fast. And then all this stuff seems like complete and utter nonsense to you. So, so anyways, have another drink right now. Cause I just want to share again tonight, guys, like on, uh, Something that we've talked about like a lot of times, but maybe I'll put it in a few different words. It'll probably come with more clarity. But um, <laughs> I just want to share tonight. I'll just call it this: the ridiculousness of God. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so funny, dude. The, the very first thing, right, that I had in my notes was King David. <laughs> That's what Lauren prophesied about. She put it on her Facebook like five minutes before the meeting started. She's like, I will become even more undignified than this. I'm like, that's my first one. <laughs> He's talking about, Jared's talking about childlikeness. <sighs> yeah, get it. Ride right, those dinosaurs all the way. Oh, my Lord. Oh, shaka. So intoxicated right now. <laughs> Thank you for the butter in here, Lord. No, I just, okay, so I just wanted to share a little bit on the ridiculousness of God, the wildness of God again. If you want a coherent, comprehensible message, you can listen to the one from this afternoon, but uh, just like, <laughs> woo! Oh, man. There's just, there's so much revelation there is so much freedom for your life well let me just start off by saying you don't have to believe anything i say tonight you don't you don't have to do anything right you don't have any of it you don't have to it's all a get to so i'm just telling you a get to because i care about your life this isn't very popular right now and if it is it's pop it's usually popular for about like you know people are into it for a couple months because it's kind of cool but then they actually have to live their life and that's where the line gets crossed over it's like it's like, whoa. And that's when people start saying, you're just ridiculous. Your friends and family, relatives, they might tolerate you, but really they think you're pretty ridiculous. And uh, I just want to bring a little bit of revelation and clarity again and just encourage you, you're not alone. Okay, you're, you're free to express your joy. That's why we're not backing down. It's like, it'd be a lot easier. We could build a lot more things and do it, get a lot farther if we just like act like other people. But, uh, there's the one passage that people use to say, uh, woo, the one passage that they use to try to turn you down as well. You know, Paul said, I was out of my mind for God, but I was in my right mind for you. But there's a lot of translations of that passage. There's one translation that, it says, if we're out of our minds, it's for God. If we're in our right minds, it's for fear of you. Because <laughs> of the fear of man. Because we're concerned about what other people think. And, you know, it's whatever. Like, if you, however the grace is on you to share something. But I'm telling you, like, whoa, like heaven is real. <laughs> like heaven is real. And if you're not, not experiencing it, I mean, it would feel like torture to act like you are. But let me just tell you that you are in heaven, and this is the good news. This is the gospel. <laughs> the kingdom of heaven is at hand. There is no scriptural support that supporting going somewhere else or being saved by death. 
to go to a greater place by dying. Those are all completely anti-biblical understandings that were just spread by people that weren't experiencing heaven, so they had to explain something. <laughs> you got to explain it. I mean, if you've experienced so many things, you just are going to make something up that fits your experience. Whoa. But you experience what you believe. And I'm just declaring that there's a people right now that are going to believe that they don't have to die. There's a people that are going to believe that they can have it all here on the earth. That their God has provided everything. That they're willing to exaggerate the good news to a point where it's better than anyone dares to think. But if you can imagine a gospel that's better than the gospel, then you should be God. <laughs> then you should be in charge. But I'm telling you, we have a father that's so good that he really, he's done something in the person of Jesus Christ that could not possibly be exaggerated. And in the wildness of our God, like he's so good. I mean, I was preaching on grace this afternoon and I think Lauren might have said it right when she came up. I was like, hyper grace is so wild. Like, this grace is so wild, dude. Call it hyper grace, extreme grace. I love taking the negative terms and turning it into positive, you know? Yeah. Just like the word Christian was at first. is like a negative thing. <laughs> These guys think they're little Christs. <laughs> and so they're like, let's just call ourselves the little Christ then. <laughs> These guys are all hyper grace, right? Oh, well, cool. That's a good word. Let's go into warp grace or like plaid grace, you know? <laughs> let's shift let's shift to let's shift from hyper into warp and then into plaid <laughs> Woo! oh man amen well i haven't reached that level yet brother so i'll uh, praise god though praise the lord pray for me <laughs> Or, you know, what Jesus did on the cross is so good and so final and so complete. I love one of our buddies on Facebook said it this way, and, and I'll, I'll make it the G-rated version for public audiences, but he said, uh, he said, I'm so glad that God finished all the serious things on the cross, and now we just get to play around with God for all eternity. <laughs> all the serious business has been taken care of. Now we just get to enjoy life. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Think about it, dude. That's wild. <laughs> what is that? Thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's coming out of Chris's computer somehow. <laughs> oh. If this was a serious message, I'd be irritated about it. <laughs> But you know, like, whoa, in all the, in all the, uh, the ease of it, in all the release of unconditional acceptance, you know, sometimes people just take it for granted and then, then just go off, like, into, you know, distraction. And it's like what C.S. Lewis said, joy is actually the serious business of heaven now. Like, all this real, all the things we thought were serious business are taken care of. And now the serious business is just enjoying God, is playing. Why? Because, the thing is, is if you tone it down, how are they going to know how to live? How are they going to know what can exist? If you tone it down, it's like, you know what I mean? 
So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to encourage your wildness, encourage your ridiculousness. I just want to say be, be more ridiculous. I mean, just be as ridiculous as you want to be. But, <laughs> but I want to say it's normal. It's normal. You're not weird. You're, you're not weird. Depression is weird. You know, despair is weird. Like, like, uh, trying to figure everything out is weird. You know, being pressure and, and fear is weird, you know? Like playing and enjoying your life and going into trances and living in an ecstatic realm of like, of licking the walls of pleasure is not weird. It's like, and this is what King David said, you know, you guys know the story, right? You guys all familiar? With David, like on the day that the ark was returned to Israel, the presence of God came back into Israel. Dude, David was jacked up. And every, you know, okay, if you're, if you've been in the joy camps, you know this message, but come on, dude. Like everybody's, everybody's still telling you to tone it down or like stop freaking out, you know? And I'm just saying like, oh my God. Well, you can, you can be safe here. We're, we're making a safe haven for the weirdos or a normal or normal church. Starting to feel normal is something I like to say. <sighs> Woo! Just feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. <laughs> well, yes, brother, we all know uh, um, well, uh, David was undignified before the Lord. And, uh, <laughs> and we all know extravagant worship is great, but, uh, you know, I, uh, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> whoa, whoa. But the standard of life that people have been living is not normal. It's not normal. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. But as your mind is renewed, like there is going to be a new expression. That's why there's literally, I just feel this sometimes now, especially as like we're getting more clarity sometimes on the message. It's like, let's just preach the message, but tone down the manifestations, bro, you know, because it's like whatever. But the thing is like, Dude, if, if, if your message isn't producing like something, like a new manifestation, then what's the point? Like, why not just live like everybody else? You don't even need the message. It's not going to change your life or change your expression or change. It's like, it's just going to make you maybe a little bit happier than the people around you or something. Like a little bit. Now you can just do what everybody else does and feel better about it or something. Oh, what a nice haircut you got. Hey. <laughs> But there's, there's a difference, man, isn't there? My God, like when you started to get this message, didn't it like mess you up? Like, I mean, I don't understand like how it couldn't mess you up. Like, and if it hasn't messed you up yet, that's like, okay, no shame and condemnation. But I just tell you like there's some good news for you, you know? There's some really, really freaking good news. Like when David recognized just the presence of God in a box, like in a box, it was just in a box, dude. Like he's stripped down to like just barely his underwear. And he danced through the streets naked, dude. Throwing all he had. Like sacrificing. They say the stuff that David like spent. It was probably a, over a billion dollars that David spent in sacrifices and festivities according to d- today's calculations. So David stripped down naked and started throwing cash everywhere dude you think like you think like you know Lil Wayne and Jay-Z and all these guys are throwing cash dude talk about one billion dollars thrown in the streets like nothing like my god Woo! 
Talk about a party, dude. Imagine showing up to a billion dollar party, dude. My God. We're talking about thousands of year old revelation. And, and, and today we're like, you have the Ark of the Covenant. Like, this is exactly what Lauren is saying. You have the very living presence of God dwelling in your body. So this guy, the ark was returning to his city in a box. He strips down naked and throws a billion dollars. And we're like, we have the presence of God living in every cell of our body, overwhelming and overcoming the entire planet with heaven to earth. And we're like, well, that looks kind of good. Well, that's pretty, uh, that's, that's very good news, brother. Let's write a book. I'm like, my God. Woo, just come on, come on. Somebody just stand up, man. Just get it. Get a little taste of it. Just like do something, man. Just like move around. Act like you believe it, man. Oh my God. Ugh. Like be free to be like excited about the gospel. Like be intoxicated in a trance. I'm like, I can't, I'm so tired of like people wanting to tone it down. Like, I'm like, my God, I just don't even give a rip. Like what's respectable. It's like, I'm already living in heaven. I don't care if you're not going to sow into my ministry. I don't care if you rebuke me. I don't care if I have to go live in a box on the side of the road. Like for the rest of my life with everyone hating me and kicking mud in my face, dude, I'm living in heaven. Like I'm living in another world. I'm, I don't care about your world. I couldn't give a rip. Burn it down. Send me to Antarctica. Like whatever. Like, woo! This is what we're talking about. I'm not just trying to hype you up, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just wanting to release a word. It's like, I feel like you're gonna, <laughs> I just feel, I just release you from the pressure because this is the thing. When you get this message, you were set free to be like this. But there's a lot of voices telling you not to be that way. There's a lot of people that haven't experienced it yet, and that's okay. But don't listen to it. Don't, don't entertain their lies. They're sweet people. There's nothing wrong with them, but don't listen to their lies and don't turn it down. Like if you want to lay on the floor and just vibrate for the next several years, do it. Why? Because you don't have to, you don't have to earn your own money. The curse is broken. You don't have to, whatever. You know what I mean? Like go for it, dude. This is what we're talking about. This is like, This is why all I want to do is just get all my friends together and get drunk all day, like every day. It's like, what else? Why not? Why not drink this substance that's like flowing with a river of healing for the nations, like about bear fruit in all seasons, you know? You tap in and all of a sudden like all your plants are restored and all your, every, all the creation starts to work for you because you're a liberated son. <laughs> but it says it is for freedom that Christ set us free. So don't let yourselves be submitted again to a yoke of slavery. You know, there's so many little slave systems out there and there, and I see all these people as beautiful and perfect now. Like they don't bother me, but there's still, because I love them so much, sometimes their words, you can want to listen to it. You know, you can want to be like, Oh man, you're so beautiful. And I don't want you to be offended. So I'm just going to stop living in heaven. <laughs> you know, and that's cool, but that, you're not even helping them. That's not a blessing them. Like, stop living in heaven. Like, like, well, I gave up heaven just to live here with you. But the thing is, is even though there's an incarnational lifestyle, like, and I totally believe in an incarnational lifestyle, like, of, like, modeling and speaking to them in language they can understand. But it, it, it's like, even while Jesus was here, it wasn't like he left the bliss of heaven. He brought the bliss of heaven with him. He came to demonstrate it and manifest it. 
Yeah, Jesus may not have been vibrating on the floor all the time and rolling around, like, but Jesus was jacked up. Like, if you don't think Jesus was jacked up, like, how do you walk into, like, a midst of everyone that hates you and just, like, I forgive you, you know? If you don't think Jesus is jacked up, I mean, there's times he's, like, dancing around, and he's, like, he's so late, he's, like, four days late to, like, raise somebody from the dead. We'd be, we'd be all, like, so concerned about getting every little thing right. Jesus is, like, what's up? They're, like, yeah, we want it. It would have been cool if you were here four days ago, you know? It's, like, well, you know, I was, like, it's whatever, just give me a second here. He's like, come forth. Bam. Well, that was cool. You guys got any problems now? Okay, sweet. You know, like, this is a whole different, like, world. It's a whole different time system. It's a whole, like, all of these things that, like, you know, like, responsibility and time and all this stuff that has dictated to you how to live. There's a completely different way. And I'm not saying be resp- irresponsible on purpose. I'm saying be in heaven. Be in your inheritance. Your inheritance is like freaking awesome, you know, because listen, like, like in the story of King David, you know, his wife despised him, right? His wife, Michael was like, what are you doing? Dude. And the thing was, and I'm not saying God's about to curse anybody's loins, but she became unfruitful for the rest of her life. You know what I mean? If you want to speak against this God's not keeping anything against you, but you, you speaking against this joy and this love and this gospel just makes your life completely unfruitful. You know, it's like, and if you, if David, if David were to tone it down and listen to his wife there, like he would have been completely unfruitful as well. Cause that's just what happens. You know what I mean? And I'm not like, it's not a curse. It's just like, you know, stop, you stop drinking. So you're not satisfied. You know what I mean? And there's people out there right now, it's like, for the sake of the world's systems, they're telling you, tone it down, tone it down. But what did David say to her, dude? (laughs) He's like, I will become even more undignified. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, And listen... David wasn't like, well, I'm going to just try to act more crazy on this path. No, David saw the goodness of God. David saw the goodness of God. You know? And so he's like, are you joking? Like, he's like, I see the goodness of God. You think throwing a billion dollars in the ground's a big deal? Like, you think that's a big deal? (laughs) You think me stripping down to my underwear dancing through the streets is like, that's what he was saying. He wasn't like, let's try to be more weird. No, he's like, but he beholds a God that's that wild. And that's what we're presenting. See, people, the people that don't understand this, this world, like this, woo, it's, it's not because the, 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 to them, it looks like you're just trying to be weird because there hasn't been a revelation. And so what are you going to do? But you can't tone it down because you're seeing something else, you know, keep your eyes on this reality. That's like, like, it's just stay in the eyes of reality and like a billion dollars seems like nothing. Like dr- throwing, burning all your money, you know what I mean? Like whatever, you're just like stripping down and running through the streets. It's like, ha Because they haven't seen God in this light. They haven't, there's light right now. Like what does God look like? Most people picture something else. They picture like Gandalf on a throne, really bored, you know? They're like, 
Well, I'm going to go down and cast a few spells again or something. <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> but, dude, whoa. I just lose to you heavenly visions right now. Like, the th- God is like an emerald rainbow and sapphires under his feet. Like, with eyes of fire burning with unconditional love. Never had a moment where he was outside of unconditional love. Never had a hesitation of, like, affections toward all of mankind with infinite possibilities and infinite childlikeness and infinite openness to your life. Like, my God, like, able to just... He's like every every wild animal in the universe combined, put into one, you know. Every, like, Bob Jones had the vision of every child in the world combined, and God's more childlike than all of them. Like, we're getting a picture of what God is really looking like. And then how are you going to respond to that? This is the one you're in an image and likeness of. Like the Lord showed me one time, you you read Ezekiel chapter one and those creatures with the wheels within the wheels and the four faces and whatnot is a, is a picture of you. It's a picture of a glorified person, I believe. Because it's just like it says the spirit, wherever the spirit would go, the wheels would go. Wherever the wheels would go, the spirit would, speaks of the union, right? And the four faces of living creatures. In Genesis, it calls us living creatures. He said he breathed his life into them and they became living beings, or another translation, living creatures. And so we're all, like, all the scholars are wondering who the living creatures are. Because, let me tell you, like, it doesn't make sense to our lowered understanding. We're like, what are these living creatures? It's like, what if just like they were everybody else around the throne was either angels or men, like what if these things were just glorified you? I don't know it for a fact, but I know that that's how wild you are. Like you are not what you thought you were. Nothing like it. How can you act like it? Like I'm not saying change your behavior on purpose. I'm just trying to speak of a realm. You know what I mean? Which is just called your normal life. Like the kingdom of heaven, dude. This is what made David so crazy. This is what made the priests in the temple unable to stand, you know. And, uh, whoa. What were they smoking, you know? (laughs) What were they smoking, dude? They were smoking the glory smoke, dude. It's like for those of you that have tried drugs or whatever, combine every wild drug in the world, it's not going to touch what I'm experiencing. <laughs> every, every extreme experience of the world pales in comparison to where we are, dude. <laughs> God is actually like this. Like <laughs> People are like, well, this message just appeals to that young generation that wants to party. Like, <laughs> No offense, bro, but like, I don't give a rip about appealing to anyone. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) this is actually what God is like. Not looking and acting just like me. I'm talking about this. Whoa. A God that doesn't make you beat yourself up anymore. (laughs) A God that doesn't have any, any levels of holiness, that doesn't have any that no disciplines are required. <laughs> oh, it's not popular right now. Oh no, exactly. 
But we're not worried, are we? We're not, no, we're not worried. We're not worried. <laughs> I just want to release you in this ridiculousness to like not give a rip. It's the I don't care anointing. There's like so much of like rock and roll and hip hop is good for that because it's all about I don't care. <laughs> you, you turn on the you turn on the ACDC and they're actually singing in the spirit. They don't know it. <laughs> they're like screw all this religion. If this is what religion's like, I'm on a highway to hell. <laughs> and there's a lot of glory on it because they're actually responding the way that Jesus was like too. Jesus is like, dude, if you want me to conform to this whole system of things, dude, check this out. Like I've got to, I'll go outside the city gates. I'll go down to hell. I'll party with all the people that are ready to receive me. <laughs> the, I don't give a rip anointing. It's like Psalm chapter two, where the one enthroned in heaven just laughs. <laughs> He's like, do you think I care about your earthly plans? <laughs> like, you're all set up to kill my son. I'm just sitting here completely unmoved. Like, I'm just like completely satisfied in myself. I'm not going to tone it down for anybody. Like, do you think your political plans and maneuverings are going to cause me to be a, be a good boy in your system? <laughs> The one enthroned in heaven laughs at your boxes and your systems, your rules and regulations, your vain attempts to overthrow the anointing. Listen, like some of you guys just want to be cool and that's okay. You know what I mean? But you're accepted. And it's a way better way, dude. You have an acceptance. You don't have to make sense to them. You know what I mean? Like a lot of us just want to be cool. Like there's only like five of us in here encouraging each other, so may, might as well go and join. Like maybe there's, I can get more, a thousand people to approve of me if I'm a good boy. I'm telling you, I just encourage you, like you're already accepted. You're infinitely approved. Like don't tone down heaven for people's approval. And that's what it comes to. It's like, it, well, brother, if you just learned a little bit of wisdom, you'd have a lot bigger platform. A lot, your ministry would grow. It's like, dude, I would just be giving into the very thing God's laughing at on his throne right now. <laughs> Surrendering yourself to that. And, and just, I just say, be as free as you want. Like, don't let anybody's system make you act a certain way. Don't act a certain way for me. Like, I'm not trying to make a system. Just be yourself. Be free to be yourself. That's what, and, you know, there, and there's a lot of cool, like, things the Spirit's speaking all around the world with movements and things where they're actually saying, be yourself. You know, a lot of artists, a lot of musicians, a lot of, and they're just, like, exploring. And, I, and I'm saying, we've barely just begun to explore it. The beauties of being yourself. The beauties of being your heavenly self. The beauties of being your non-depressed, at his right hand is the fullness of joy self. <laughs> I mean, I'll admit, dude, all of us have remnants of mindsets of depression on us in here. It's like, like, uh, who said, uh, any, even the most drunk person in, in, uh, right now is, would be clinically depressed, according to those that are around the throne. <laughs> the angel, the angels around the throne, they're not just saying holy, holy, holy for whatever reason. They're exhilarated, dude. Every time feels like a first time. Every time feels like the first time they're like, holy, <laughs> woohoo, holy, <laughs> your mama's so holy, your mama's so holy, holy. 
Oh, man. But you walk into a place and if you've, if you've been anything like me, you, 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 you care. You want people to like you. You want people to love you. So you walk into a place and you come under their atmosphere instead of coming into a place of saying, I'm accepted. I'm loved. I look weird to you, but this is, this is heaven's atmosphere. <laughs> this is heavenly atmosphere. Oh, you don't like it? I'm sorry. I like you. You're still okay. You're good. Oh, you don't like my heavenly atmosphere? Well, I can't change for you. I can't change for you. Like, I like you. I'm not going to call you a Pharisee. I'm not going to call you names because you don't get it. I'm not going to say you're excluded because you don't act like me. But I'm just going to be like, hey, like, I'm not going to change. You know? I've seen something greater. Like, I've seen heavenly approval. Like, the one who made me approves of me. Like, my father likes me. Ha, <laughs> ha, That's where that childlike thing plays in too, you know what I mean? Like the child just acts like who they are and like people reject them. And I mean, at first, like they just keep being themselves. They might hear the rejection long enough and they start to change for it. But like, actually, this is funny. It reminds me of a story. Like my son was playing with some kids the other day, some older kids, and they did start to like make fun of him. It was like kind of breaking my heart because I was watching it, right? But like he's never experienced that. So he was just kind of like, oh, hmm. People don't like me. It's like, oh. And like, it kind of made me want to cry, but I was like, I was just seeing something, you know? The Lord is like, he was just, my son was just like, okay, you know? I mean, he, did, he just never even heard that kind of language. It made no sense to him, you know? So he just kept being himself and doing whatever. And literally, like, he wasn't even offended. Like, I was like, I, 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 he came over to me, and I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, okay, I'm going to go play with my friends, you know? He still, like, thought of him as his friends and, like, oh, struck. You know, I'm going to cry. Ugh. He's like, I'm just going to keep playing with my friends, you know. Ugh. Feel that. This is what I'm talking about, dude. So this freedom, like, there's a lot of people that don't understand the freedom, and they just think you're trying to be weird, or like, this was your personality. Like, uh, or like, you know, joy. These people are just the joy people. You know, they have a joy personality, so that's cool for them. But like... I'm just talking about the culture of heaven has been presented to you as normal life, as the fullness of your inheritance. And so now you have this amazing new world and wow, like, my God, where sickness doesn't have to touch you or fear doesn't have to touch you anymore. Where, and it's going to jack you up. It's going to make you really wild. It's going to make you, your, your image and likeness, the one in whom your image and likeness of is really wild, childlike, ecstatic person, you know. <laughs> this one. You know, oh, oh. You know, I, I hear people say sometimes, like, I'm too old to party or something. That's just your culture. I'm like, oh, no, man. <laughs> but it doesn't make sense. Outside of this, you really only party for, like, 10 years of your life max, you know. You can only party so long because most people are partying in destructive ways anyway, so it's only going to be a matter of time. But I'm telling you, like, this culture is like taking us to a place where like, oh man, don't exclude yourself based on age or what people thought about you. Like, oh, I'm just not a partier. I mean, I'm just like, look at me. I have a job and I'm middle-aged or I'm older. Or, like, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm like, oh my God, these are all those little lies that people told you. You know, yeah. these little lies. <laughs> little foxes. <laughs> but he's stealing, the, he's locking them up, you know. He's locking those little foxes away. 
Well, I'm not really, I'm not really a partier. Listen, you don't have to like listen to loud music and dance like me, but just do something that's like your expressive, wild, explosive nature. That's like, just like maybe for you, it's just like getting away and painting. You know, that's your party or whatever, you know, but like, cause it's a high, 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 high quality of existence that he's given to you. It's high. It's high. I mean, the culture of heaven. What do you imagine doing in heaven forever? Just start doing it. Just be it. Live it. Live heaven. Let's just live heaven. Another world isn't just possible. Another world is here. The manifestation's increasing, but whoa, it's increasing as our minds get set free from those little pressures and those little lies that want to bring you into a state of depression. They want to bring you into a state of suppression. Most of those people that thought they were too old to party just learned how to suppress it a long time ago, but they still want to party because everybody wants to party. Everybody wants to celebrate. Everybody wants to live a life of wild adventure, even if it's just like riding motorcycles or going through the woods or like living it, you know, doing all the things that you love, being alive. God didn't put you on this earth to do anything but just to enjoy, enjoy a creation. He didn't put you on this world to accomplish anything for him. He doesn't give a rip about the Great Commission. Let's be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go there. Go there. What the Great Commission's maybe a little piece of like your destiny but my god the destiny of all mankind is that jesus died for you to have life for you jesus died for you now serving and like loving others and sharing the gospel is a party but dude this whole idea of like a commandment where you have to go out and do all this stuff defeats everything the entire purpose (sighs) yeah 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 but it's not just living like a natural man either right it's not just natural pleasures. It's not just the fullness of enjoying natural pleasures. So that's some, how people have like misinterpreted as well. It's like, well, we're living in heaven, so I'm just going to do all the things that I've always used to enjoy in the world. That's cool on one level, but you've been given a whole new world, a whole new part of your being that you weren't accessing at that time. That's why ecstasies, that's why I want to encourage spiritual ecstasies, right? Because these are way greater things. Listen, I, I drink beer. I love to go out and hang out with people, party, like whatever, within a limited amount, go listen to loud music and all those things. Those are cool, but those are like awesome natural pleasures. But I'm talking about, listen, like you'll, the natural pleasures won't really like make you that jacked up. <laughs> like if you're not tapping into something that I'm talking about, you were created to be a normal God man, just like Jesus. He wasn't just enjoying the natural pleasures, but he was living in an ecstasy. In a state of delight, the pleasures was his father's love, was experiencing angels at all times, seeing heaven and earth, going in visions, releasing heavenly things into earth, releasing the substance of light, releasing like things all over. So wild manifestations are normal when in states of ecstasy. That's why I'm talking about the ridiculousness of God. Here's the ridiculousness of God is like ecstatic states, right? Woo, just go into one right now. Let yourself float into something right now. Wild manifestations are normal when in states of ecstasy. And so there's a lot of good teachers around. There's even some that are starting to teach this grace message, but they'll tell you to tone down the wild manifestations. The thing is, if you've got the grace message and the only wild things you know are natural things, it's just not your destiny. You know what I mean? So like some people are like, well, cool, we're all perfect and we're all forgiven and we're all righteous, we're all holy, and that's amazing, that's the gospel. But that will begin to jack you up. But if everyone's telling you, well, keep the message and enjoy natural pleasures, you're missing out on another whole thing, you know what I'm saying? So, and I feel that too. I feel some people, it's like, whoa, they're like, 
They're not quite jacked up anymore because they're like, well, you know, I'll just enjoy like the natural things of life and that's really fun. And we do need to be free to do that. Otherwise, you're just a Gnostic and you're just like trying to float around in spiritual, you know, visions all the time. But Jesus is a God man. He was also, he wasn't so heavenly minded that he wasn't earthly good. He was so heavenly minded that he became earthly good and he was manifesting beautiful things on the earth and living in all the fullness of his manhood as well. But you have a Godhood to explore. <laughs> so like most people are walking around as some people would say as 666s, right? What's a, you know, 666 just means you only know about like maybe your body and your soul, but you don't know about the spirit to make you a complete one. You know, I mean, that's just a picture of it, you know, but like two thirds of your being, you can have a lot of fun with two thirds of your being, but why not the full being? Why not the full package? And the spirit is a realm that most people haven't experienced and a few people have and some of those people got weird so we're like, let's just back off of it altogether. But I'm telling you, there's healthy grace mystics arising. There's healthy grace mystics and I just want to say, be absolutely bold to be a grace mystic you're not, you're not so spiritual because you did figure something out and you're better than anybody else. You know, it's a grace mystic. Grace. You, but you are going to be crazy. You're going to be a Teresa of Avila. You're going to be like the gaper. They wouldn't even let him in the monastery. They're like, this guy loves God, but he's too weird for the monastery. Lock him out. And this guy would fly around. Like he would literally start flying and stuff, you know? He was levitating all over the place. Dude, like I want to see more of that, man. You know what I'm saying? But if we're just enjoying natural pleasures, that's cool. But like, I'm going to get way jacked up when some of you guys start flying. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. And we have friends that have flown off the ground here in Fort Wayne and other wares. But you're not just going to do that by just like drinking beer and watching TV. I'm not prescribing steps to it. I'm just saying like, but if you have no knowledge or revelation of who you are, like as a God man, then you have no expectation. And you, some people even start to resent these spiritual things. They're like, signs and wonders were cool, but that was like for the 90s. I'm like, listen, signs and wonders aren't paramount, but I'm jacked up when I see people walk in with rubies and diamonds popping out of the sky, man. I like it. I love money miracles in my pocket. I love levitations and gaping, you know, like people that can't move for days. Well, are you saying we all need to lie on the ground and not move for days? No, like I'm just saying like, but you're going to be known for the wild manifestations of heaven. Don't tone it down, man. Don't be ashamed. I'm not ashamed to be myself. That's, you know, that's so much of what I'm saying here. I never want you to hear me like say, try to be like anybody else. Amen. Like, let's never try to make each other be like us. But let's also not just say everything that you were in the past is the only limits to your experience. You know what I'm saying? Because some people have taken that to say, this is who I am. Like, I'm just going to be myself. And some people, by, mean, by that, they mean I'm going to be my heavenly self in the fullness of my destiny. But other people say, I'm just going to be myself. And what they mean is, I'm just going to do the same things I've always done my whole life and experience like nothing. Cool. It's like, just let me be like, in, let me use that as an excuse to stay like in my like depression or something, you know? And that's okay. You can do that. You're accepted. You're loved. But my God, the, what I say when I mean be yourself Because some people are like, let me be the real me. Like, I'm talking about being the real you that's seated at the right hand of the Father right now in heavenly places with all perfection. And that's a big deal. 
That's a big deal. It's a, it's a you that maybe you weren't familiar with before. You know what I mean? I just want to be myself. I'm talking about being the realest you, which some of you haven't even met the real you yet. <laughs> because your definition of you was defined by your life experiences thus far. That's not God's definition. That's why Jesus came to introduce you to the real you. <laughs> He's a mirror of who you really are. If your life experience has been everything of the Christ Jesus, then that's good. But if it hasn't been, don't lock yourself into that as the real you. You know what I mean? Whoa! I don't know. I'm just going off on that tangent, but it's good, man. It's really good. It's really good because some people are like, well, if we tell everyone they're perfect, they're just going to be locked into the old you. And I have heard some people like make that as an excuse. You know, and they just stay in there. Well, we're just maybe a little happier than we were, but we're just going to act like we always did, you know? No, man, I'm talking about the you. I'm talking about the you that's from heaven, dude. Oh, I'm talking about a you that's like, my God, like shines like the sun. (laughs) Have you met that you yet? Have you seen that? When Jesus appeared to Paul on the road to Damascus, that's Jesus right there. (laughs) That's the real you. (laughs) A floating ball of light of infinite unconditional love. Well, I just want to be myself, brother. Awesome. Let's <laughs> just pop it open right now, bro. Just be yourself, man. Like, show me something. <laughs> so show me the real you. Like, who's the real you? Like, I'm not saying trying to be sp- super spiritual. I'm saying being there with an expectation and a revelation of who you really are, resting in that, making you an energized lover releaser of peace, manifestation of joy, manifestation of that, all that childlikeness and all the things that are in the Godhead begin to be normal for your life. Ha 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 I can see Jesus walking around like this. Maybe some people can't. They're like, well, that's just weird. I love these dinosaurs. <laughs> I like dinosaurs. <laughs> like, why do you think he created all these animals? Like, <laughs> that's that they all speak of how beautiful he is, right? It's like, well, God's not like weird. Well, he made the platypus, right? <laughs> like, he made that, right? <laughs> he made little flowers that only grow on top of really tall mountains underneath the snow that no one's ever discovered until just recently. <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, one guy was like well why did God make those flowers well, how about this he likes flowers because no one else was experiencing them I mean look at all these galaxies that he made like no one's even seen any of it right <laughs> they just speak of him dude they speak of like the beauty and the glory of God things that he likes <laughs> oh man just go just live in that trance right now just fall into a Fall, just fall asleep in your seat right now. <laughs> fall into the sleep of mystic contemplation. Oh, this is who you are, dude. You're living in an altered state of consciousness. It's not the consciousness that you grew up with. <laughs> of course, you had eternity set in your heart. And you knew something of what God was, but 
Most of us grew up, all of us grew up in this awareness called the carnal mind. That wasn't you. That wasn't your life. That's not normal. <laughs> the wild manifestations of living in heaven is normal. Your heavenly self is normal. And no matter what anybody says, like I just say like, be that, you know. God's shouting through the corridors of eternity tonight saying, go for it. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. For freedom I set you free. For freedom. Not to perform for me, not to try to act weird, but to be yourself. And I'm telling you that you, my God, (laughs) I'm saying what I'm saying is don't judge the crazies and don't judge the non-crazies you know what I mean (laughs) it's the love that got us all jacked up anyways it's the love that we're jacked up on (laughs) (laughs) but you know Do you think that as a billionaire with no problems, no sickness, no death, no fear, that you're not going to act wild? (laughs) Well, you're liberated from sickness, you're liberated from death, you're liberated from fear, but uh, act like everybody else. No sickness, no death, no financial issue, no anything. You're going to look different. <laughs> so anyways, uh, that's probably all I'm saying tonight. I just, oh my God, dude, just this is who you are. This is where you are. Like, I'm just going to love you and accept you. I don't. You know, I preach a lot of things, but then I'm not going to confront you about it later. I'm not going to tell you anything. I just, I just tell you things, who you are, but I'm not going to come and point out areas where I think you're not being who you are. There's just no glory on it. I just say things publicly. And a lot of times I'll just make statements. If someone invites me to like speak and really wants me to speak deep into their life, I will. But, but for the most part, like, don't worry about being weird or wild, but I want to tell you, like, you have a heavenly self. And I'm not, like, judging you and saying you're your heavenly self and you're not acting your heavenly self. And you are acting your heavenly self. And while he's really acting your heavenly self, I mean, sometimes I might say, wow, that was really drunk. But that doesn't mean, like, you're not drunk, you know. There's no criticism and judgment in this. But I want to call us to that childlike, whoa. New mystics. And as the new mystics arise, there might be people that make you... They look more mystical than you. Don't criticize them and don't compare yourself with them and don't judge them. Don't judge yourself. Let's just arise as the creatures that we are. Yeah, dude, you are. You are who you are. Completely satisfied in who you are. Occasionally you may remind your brother and sister who they really are. That's good. But you're already there. You're already enthroned on a throne. You already dress in white linens. You're already able to traverse the heavens and traverse the earth. (laughs) You're already able to develop earthly skills. You're also able to develop and live in your heavenly skills. You can do a good job at your workplace while being totally drunk. But you don't have to stop being drunk to be good at your workplace. (laughs) 
And only work if you want to work. Just do what you love. Be who you are. Oh. Amen? Amen. Let's keep partying. The party continues. Just going to throw some music on. Just hang out. Maybe just pray for somebody or share, with, share something with somebody. You know, fellowship a little bit. You guys are so awesome. You're family. And there's a revolution of grace going on and awakening. Amen? Amen. We love you.